not only is he doing it inside the locker room with his voice, but he's showing his stuff on the court now as well. I mean, he's elevated his his game to a completely new level last season. And I think even this season, he's going to take it to, uh, you know, different heights. So this year, I thought there was like this more focused energy. They, they seemed serious. So mm-hmm. I love that their mission, they were on a mission. Everybody was. And uh, so I think the overall tone for this media day was just more of a serious tone. You know, there's more more to it than just making, like Darren Fox was saying, like you don't get anything from getting out of the first round. Welcome to the Sports Ethos Kings Cast. It's daily, and the following is a conversation with our friends over at the Beam Unit, Naima and Elizabeth. Today is just one of those days where it's like one of the best days if you are a basketball fan or a fanatic of your team. And I don't know, I think Media Day just gets me hyped for the year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because you know, like, it's the domino effect of like the first day. And then it's like, now we have basketball uh, pretty much until, you know, June of next year. So yeah, it's exciting. I love, I love media day. I love meeting all the new players that are coming in, you know, seeing how they feel um, things like that. So it just, it gets you pumped for, you know, the season to come and with the Kings making the playoffs last year for the first time in 17 years, uh, you know, a lot of Kings fans have something to look forward to. Uh, this next season so I'm, I'm pumped i'm ready to go absolutely the media days always i what i love about them especially is like you get to learn a little bit about each player and like their personality so it's really nice to see that come out during media and um like getting to get it, what them talk about like what they've done in the off season as well to improve and everything so it's really nice to have it back so one exciting thing that I heard uh, Mike Brown and Keegan talk about was that they said De'Aaron Fox leveled up in his leadership role. They were talking about how during their pickup games and, and little camps that they had throughout the summer, uh, he's talking so much more to the guys and, and just teaching them the finer points of the game and how they can improve. How much impact do you think that's going to have on this season? Oh, I think huge. I mean, it's always nice to have an established leader um, and, you know, you know, someone that's been there since day one and De'Aaron Fox, you know, since he's been drafted to Sacramento. Um, it's just going to, it's going to elevate the rest of the guys. I mean, not only is he doing it inside the locker room with his voice, but he's showing his stuff on the court now as well. I mean, he's elevated his, his game to a completely new level last season. And I think even this season, he's going to take it to, uh, you know, different heights. So I'm just excited. I think leadership is a huge huge thing, you know, especially when you're getting a team uh, into the playoffs and moving forward from there. So, yeah, a huge, huge uh, thing that's going to come out of De'Aaron Fox with his leadership. Absolutely. I agree with all of that. I love that De'Aaron is taking that role on and he's being more vocal. I think it's extremely important for the team um, to have that. I, I do believe, especially with the new guys coming in and, you know, him taking the reins like that, it's just going to have the team more have more chemistry and stuff like that so i'm just very excited to see that from deer and he is a franchise player and so it's it's good to see that so some of you you know you were just checking in with twitter and you were looking at uh 
just some of the recaps that some of the reporters uh, did. And I know you, some of you watch their interviews. I want to shout out Deuce and Mo for uh, uploading all of the media scrums uh, onto YouTube. So I watched most of them. Um, what was your biggest takeaway overall? Uh, I would say, I think just when Mike Brown talks, um, you know, basically, you know, he incorporates the fans into the expectations of this team, you know, and how they have high expectations. And then, you know, their expectations are for them to be, um, you know, in the, you know, in the circle of a championship this year. So that, that just stood out to me. I love, you know, that he's talking championship to these guys, because as he said, since day one, that's the reason why he came to Sacramento. He didn't come to Sacramento just to get them in the playoffs. He came with the, you know, he came to Sacramento to put them in a position where they can win a championship. And so I just love that he continues to preach that to these guys day in and day out. So yeah, definitely Mike Brown talking um, and some of the new guys, you know, Sasha talking, uh, JaVale coming in and talking. I just, I love stuff like that when we get to know these new guys and, you know, we've already seen what they can do on the court, um, but how they're going to fit into this team specifically is just the exciting part of it. So yeah, I just can't wait for the season to start. Yeah. In particular, I really loved um, hearing that like Trey Lyles, he's come into training camp, like fit more fit than he was last season. That means he's like dedicated to the team even more so, especially after signing that contract. So just love, love seeing that players are actually wanting, you know, to come here ready in Sacramento and to play and like to give their all and, you know, to make a difference in this franchise. Like we, yeah, we made the playoffs uh, last season, but you know, there's more, more to it than just making like Darren Fox was saying, like there, you don't get anything from getting out of the first round. So ultimately you want a championship. So it starts with that having that dedication, coming in fit, um, having that mindset. Absolutely. And uh, I just thought about the vibe of this year's media um, day, whereas like last year there was like this excited energy. Everyone's getting to know each other. Um, the slogan for the season was uh, hear us roar or roar with us. And, you know, we had all these funny moments uh, from Mike Brown where he was uh, saying, yelling out, let's go, or he was roaring like a lion and so were the players. But then this year I thought there was like this more focused energy. They they seemed serious. So Mm -hmm. I love that their mission, they were on a mission. Everybody was. And uh, so I think the overall tone for this media day was just more of a serious tone. I loved how um, De'Aaron said that too, where it's like, yeah, our goal this season isn't to to just get out of the first round. It's to win a championship. Mm -hmm. And I love that. So this team definitely has uh, their eyes set on high expectations. And I think this season is going to be incredible. No, for sure. And I, I love to hearing the players, um, you know, talk about how, you know, multiple times over, you know, the summer break, you know, that they got together and worked out together and, you know, did things together. Um, I just think that's a huge piece, especially when you're building and establishing a culture. Um, it's nice to see the players take that initiative amongst each other. Um, you know, coaches, you know, are doing their own thing. Um, some coaches, even, you know, Doug Christiano was working with Sabonis. Uh, you know, Luke Laux was obviously with De'Aaron and stuff like that. But, it just goes to show that these guys are dedicated even in the off season to just crafting things that they need to work on. And I specifically uh, love the Dave, uh, Davion Mitchell talk. He was basically, you know, he was asked, did he travel a lot? Did he do a lot of things? And, you know, he basically said that anywhere he traveled had to have a gym. He wasn't going to go there if it didn't have a gym. And I, I just love that about him uh, because 
you know, we all know he's a grinder. He just continues to work, work, and work. But he knew his weakness coming out of the playoffs last season, you know, was his shooting. And so he said he worked on that pretty much all summer. And he thinks that it definitely helped and improved. So I can't wait to see what he does, you know, coming off the bench for uh, De'Aaron Fox as well this season. I think that's going to be really exciting to look forward to. I agree with everything that um, both of you have said. It's, I think because we made the playoffs last season and like we, they, the team has proven to themselves that they can get them um, to that part. They want to show off even more for this season. So I think it's more so, um, yeah, we can make the playoffs, but we need to do more this season. And it shouldn't stop at just making the playoffs and just getting into the, uh, getting to the second round and ultimately hopefully going all the way. Like Keegan said, yeah, he was in Sacramento most of the summer just working out uh, with De'Aaron. And then him and he and Kevin Herter just were just giving glowing reviews of Sasha Vizenkov. And just how, like you said earlier, Liz, how he broke a lot of the Kings uh, shooting records. Um, And so I really hope that translates during the regular season in Honestly, if he's as good as advertised in league play, uh, I think we're going to go farther than anybody ever expects. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And I think, too, what's nice is we have so many different elements and pieces to this team. There's not one guy I feel like, you know, obviously De'Aaron last season was fourth quarter, you know, Mr. Fox, clutch guy, you know, whatever. But I think this season there's so much more dynamic when it comes to shooting off the bench which is going to be crazy because we were so good obviously our starting five was the best offense in the league but now that we're adding the talents of Sasha and you know we're adding guys like JaVale coming in you know I think even the guys like Chris Duarte is going to help especially on the defensive end Uh, if Davion's you know improved shooting even he can help a little bit as well so uh, Malik Monk coming off the bench still just what he was doing towards the end of the season the playmaking that he was doing is just incredible. So I just can't wait to see. I'm excited for our starters, but I'm honestly so excited for our freaking bench. And, you know, people, you know, kind of were like skeptical of us resigning Harrison Barnes and things like that. But if he starts to go through a slump and things and, you know, maybe Sasha's performing better than him or whatever, I mean, they can always play around and plug, plug and play people and do what's best for the team. So we have a lot more depth this year. And that's obviously, I think, what Monty wanted to address address in the offseason. I think he did that very well. And so I agree. I think this team is going to go a lot farther. And that is going to be based on health and all that as well. But I think they're going to go a lot farther than people are expecting them to be. Also, like the whole tra- the training camp, I think training camp is going to be extremely competitive. And I can't wait to see um, who ends up on the roster and what we can, what like, any surprises we'll make on the roster with like Jalen and Noah also signing a training cap. I'm kind of excited to see what he can bring to the Kings possibly. Yeah. yeah we I can't even like forget that. Trey Lyles either too. I forgot about Trey. Trey coming back is huge as well. Cause of the stuff he was doing in the playoffs. I mean, this team is so deep. It's, it's like, it's exciting. <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah, no, I'm excited uh, to see the various combinations. Um, from our second unit during the regular season. And then uh, one notable thing was Jeremy Lamb uh, got some microphone time um, during media day. And and I like what he said. And he said how this year there's a totally different vibe, a lot better, of course. And and he likes how the team just seems a lot more focused on winning. 
like he notices the culture shift uh, for sure since the last time he was here um, two seasons ago. Yeah, and he took off last year. He took a whole season off. So, uh, yeah, training camp is going to be very competitive. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, obviously who ends up on the final roster. But I just love um, – I think people – and I, I saw a tweet about it earlier. But I think people are kind of underestimating the JaVale McGee signing. I mean, I talked about this before the trade deadline. If we could somehow get a guy like him, I think that's a game changer. And I think with playing with Mike Brown before, I mean, he's obviously a three-time NBA championship just his mentality, how he works, he's going to be really huge for us, I think. And I think people are un- like underestimating what he's actually going to bring to the team. But I'm just excited to see what he's going to do because you know that guy has a motor and we needed a guy like that, I think, especially you know when it came to Kevon Looney. Um, he was just absolutely killing us in the playoffs. So having JaVale out, get out there is going to be a huge, huge piece for this team as well. Yeah. Off the bench. Yeah, we we struggled so much with our rebounding last season. I think that's one of the reasons why Sabonis had to do so much of the uh, heavy lifting in that department. So I think JaVale McGee will help a lot with that. And I love how JaVale McGee uh, just popped all the uh, reporters and and he was saying, oh, we're going to light the motherfucking beam. (laughs) And he got everybody hype. And, uh, you know, he knows what he could bring to the table. And I like that he said, well, looking at tape from the season, um, I know that my skill set can help this team win. And he also has history with Mike Brown, and he has total faith in his coach that they're going to find ways for him to fit in perfectly with the offense and use his – and he also talked about um, being excited to – to be a facilitator. And I think that's super great. Yeah. I, I also really love that. Um, like it all sort of came full circle with him playing in Sacramento after, you know, he spent some time, you know, with his mom um, playing for the Monarchs, you know, being the first draft pick for the Monarchs as well. So like that, that's just a really cool moment. And him posting about it when he first, you know, um, when we heard that he was going to sign with the Kings and everything. So that, that was just really cool. Yeah, I like how he mentioned how everything's full circle, how his mm. mom played for uh, the, Monarchs, the LA yeah. Sparks, and then he also played yep. for the Lakers, and then he also, uh, his mother played for the Monarchs, and now mm-hmm. he's in Sacramento, so definitely following in her footsteps. And and I love things like that because it humanizes the players. Exactly, you know? exactly, yep. What I love, too, I mean, he spoke on it. He said, you know, Mike Brown being here was a huge piece of why he decided to come, and that's huge. I mean... When can we say the last time, probably Rick Adelman, that a player has wanted to come to the Sacramento Kings? You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy how quickly things can change when the right pieces are put into place. And just having a guy like Mike Brown and, you know, having free agents wanting to come here just because of the coach, not even the players, because of the coach. And the team itself is exciting, minus Mike Brown. But obviously, he has a huge part in making this team what it was last season. But yeah, I just love things like that. Um, it just goes to show, you know, the type of culture Mike Brown is bringing um, and he's just setting with these players. And yeah, I just can't wait. It's going to be a really, really exciting season for us. And like they always say, winning cures everything. So, you know, of course, winning has a lot to do with people wanting to come here. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know who asked this question, but I thought it was brilliant. They, they were saying, um what tweaks are they going to do to the offense considering the lessons that they learned from this last playoff series? And Mike Brown was like, totally frank. You said, um, we're going to adjust a lot of things. 
we know that they're going to try to take away the three-point shot. They're, we know that they're going to try to disrupt um, where they start their dribble handoffs in the deep corner. And he was just talking about how they're going to you know, show the players different ways that they can initiate their offense so that their plays aren't blown up so quickly during the regular season and the playoffs. And I think that's super exciting for them to know that what they did last year needs to be improved upon and tweaked for them to succeed because other teams, you know, they're going to figure them out. You know, there's film now. Yeah. Everyone Mm -hmm. has a blueprint now on how to beat the King. So hopefully what we did last year was just, you know, just a stepping stone to what we're going to look like next season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think too, is, you know, obviously the series against the Warriors, um, shooting was our, you know, we struggled a lot with shooting. I mean, Kevin Herter was basically non-existent. Harrison Barnes couldn't hit anything. Um, you know, really the only two that were, you know, doing things was Dearn and, you know, um, Malik Monk. I mean, Sabonis obviously had, you know, efficient games, but he wasn't I, his normal self and credit to the Warriors for doing that. But I think it's crazy that, like I said, this year, the bench is so much deeper with shooting. Um, I don't think teams are going to know what's, you know, basically going to be hitting them with these guys coming off the bench, you know, in a Malik, in a uh, Sasha, Trey is, you know, going to get some minutes, I'm sure, at the four and the five. Uh, so that's going to be nice to see how they mix those lineups and when he's going to be here and when he's going to be there. Um, and I love that he said that today in his, you know, his uh, media day interview. He basically said that, you know, he'll play the four or the five. He just uh, wants to be on the floor in whatever position you know, that is, he doesn't care. Like as long as he's on the floor and producing for the team, he's going to do it. He, he doesn't care anymore. So I just, I love that about Trey. He, he obviously came back to Sacramento because he feels like this is his home. And I love that for him because he deserved it. He played great last season, but also he's going to be really, really unhelpful to this team too, as well. And as far as that second unit is, is concerned, if Davion Mitchell's shooting improves, if Chris Duarte, um, shoots like he did in his rookie year and, and Sasha comes in um, playing like the Sasha that we saw in EuroLeague, the geometry of the floor is going to be so spread out for Malik Monk and Davion Mitchell to operate. Um, it's super exciting. And we all know championship teams have, have depth and the Kings certainly have that. So Really, I think the main thing that uh, the Kings are going to be criticized about is going to be, you know, lack of quote unquote star power. But if any combination of our guys, of our guys perform during the playoffs, I, I think we're going to go far further than most people expect. Oh, yeah. for sure. I think it's interesting. Like, I think Mike Brown has a good problem on his hands with the bench that we have and what we can start with. So, um, I'm excited to see what like what lineup he might start. Is he gonna keep the same lineup from last year with Keegan at the four as well? Um, so it's just like I- I'm just excited to see if like Sasha might play his way into the starting lineup. Like I don't know how the how <clears throat> things went down when he was signed and everything, but um, hopefully everyone can buy into what we're trying to do this season as well. Yeah, I think um, I think the starting lineup will most likely be the same at least for the start of the season. I don't think they're going to change anything with that because, I mean, Harrison Barnes, you know, I think he definitely, you know, obviously worked in the offseason as well. And he was pretty efficient throughout the season um, mm-hmm. over the its entirety. But 
obviously he struggled when it came to the playoff time. And, you know, it's kind of been, unfortunately, his MO throughout his career is when it comes to playoff time, he struggled, you know, when he was with the previous teams. But, yeah, I think, you know, they're going to keep it the same. There's no reason to change it um, unless it's completely not working. But, you know, these guys, I think, are going to take their game. All of them are going to take a step in their games to the next level. I mean, we haven't even gotten to Keegan. I mean, Keegan was a rookie last year, you know, obviously broke the three-point rookie shooting record. Um, so if he can just take his game to just another notch, I mean, he doesn't have to go from like, you know, zero to a hundred, but if he can just go up one, one little bit, I mean, that's just going to take this team, you know, really far. And as Monty said, you know, uh, this team is going to go pretty much as far as Keegan can take them. So I'm really excited to watch Keegan Murray this year. Thanks for tuning in. We're definitely going to ramp up programming in the next few weeks as the Kings get ready for the regular season. We'll see you next time.